Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of An Axe to Grind. My name's Chris Gary, and with me is Trevor the Axe Gilmister. Mate, it's fair to say, I think, that you're already over... The uh, grudge match, which I've tried to coin. <laughs> I don't oh. think you and Webby are helping me with that. <laughs> Between Bennett and Seabold, um, you're a bit sick of it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, because I've always, not because the Seeb's and Wayne, but I mean, uh, I've always just, I'm, I can't come into the coaches. I mean, that's that's fine, but they're not on the footy field. It uh, doesn't matter what sport it is. and But they're going to maybe have a bit of banner during the week and it'll keep it all going. So it's good for uh, the news circles. That's about all. Oh, it's great. We've got to have something to talk yeah, about. exactly right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No dramas there. But they're not playing. No. Overrated coaches. Exactly right. No, no, right. No, 100% right. <laughs> so y- you think that we, in general, overrate the impact of coaches? Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. And, and I've, I've been lucky enough to be on both sides and I've coached myself. And sometimes I, I think it's just how they roll out of bed uh, that day and – you can have the best prepared speech before the game and at half time and it doesn't um, you know just doesn't register and and I, I, yeah it's just the way they roll out of bed mate and um, actually on game day I think the coaches had to make a few changes that's about it mm. really to be honest who is the best at those pre-game and halftime speeches oh um, that, that you've seen yeah well I've seen blokes in different ways uh, go about things. Phil Gould is very good. He's a very good uh, orator and speaks very well. Um, it was good. Arthur beats him when he punched the rubbing table one day. That was enough to get us all up, and uh, we won the second half pretty convincingly. <laughs> so what, what, tell us that story. <laughs> what happened there? Well, well, that was actually during Origin. And um, in 89, we had all those injuries, and we had, um, New South Wales went a bit hard that you know, of course you go hard. Uh, and but Mel got a broken cheekbone, um, Elf broke his leg and anyway and I remember Arthur saying at half time, they're going to town on you blokes and you're copping it and uh and uh, he punched the rubbing table and it kind of half snapped in half. So we uh, <laughs> all got up fairly uh, quickly and <laughs> yeah. uh, couldn't wait to get out on the field. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, imagine. yeah. Normal human he, being. He, he, and he coached me at the Roosters and he just had that aura about him and you didn't want to let him down. So, I mean, but, um, I, yeah, I, I'm with you a bit though. Like, oh, you know, you, you shouldn't have to play for the coach, uh, but, you know, should for your own personal pride. Uh, it's about that. And, you know, and some blokes have different motivations. It's their family and, you know, they're watching them in the stands and stuff like that. But I, that didn't really faze me too much. I, I just didn't want – I didn't want to let the blokes down around me. That was the mm. main thing because they're the blokes you train, you do all the pre-season with, you work hard, and, and you're really good mates uh, 90% of the time. So it's um, – that was my motivation, yeah. And, and I think it's changing a lot. So yeah. at the Broncos today – um, it appears at some point in the next two weeks, Cody Nicarim yep. is going to leave. Now, the players, though, all say, that's fine. The, the, the Broncos yeah, yeah, this morning yeah, were just like, yeah. yeah, that's sweet. He's got to do what he can. And I was standing there thinking, hang on, this is a bloke who's quitting on you guys. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I mean, 
I can see both sides of the coin there too. Um, you know, the clubs are quicker get to get rid of you. Yes, exactly. But, you know, I mean, so, and and I've been I've been in, in both sides. Um, so I mean, and they're not going to, you know, don't uh, de- earn decent coin or spit it out. Um, you know, for long enough. So I mean, they got to to make the make hay while the sun shines. And and, and I think it's uh, sometimes it's the best thing for some players to move on. If if the coach doesn't see them as a you know the fit there to the club. As well, and and we obviously we talk about salary caps and things like that. Some blokes are uh, on on seriously good money, and they need to move on to to make way for for mm. some of the younger blokes. And that's you know that's fair enough. And it kind of makes me laugh, you know, when they say, "Oh, blokes are you know played ten, you know, fifteen years at one club, and they should you know get." Um, uh, dispensation, you know, in the salary cap for those blokes. Well, mate, they've been on terrific money. Yeah. <laughs> a long, you know, and I love him to death, Cameron Smith. Yeah. Of course you're going to keep him there for 15 years because he's a great player. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's on top coin, mm. you know what I mean? So, you know, he shouldn't, you know, I mean, he shouldn't get any leeway because he's um, That's a very good club. point you make because those, yeah. those long service players are the better players. 100% right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and sometimes a coach moves on. Craig Bellamy's been there the whole time he's been there, Cameron Smith, so they've got that association. So, yeah, anyway. Um, What are your thoughts on this, uh, on the Broncos players? So my understanding is that um, basically Cody Nicarima was told a couple of weeks ago Mm. by Anthony Seabold that absolutely we, you know, we want you here this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in terms of the future... Something's changed, probably. Yeah, well, in terms of the future, he he told Cody, he said... Going forward, Tom Dearden's our man long term. Okay. So from yep. there, Cody's management has begun looking around. The Warriors yep. um, have been interested in a while. We yeah. reported that a few months ago. They've been keen on a while and they've gone, well, actually, yeah, we will. And they've tabled an offer uh, last night. Yep. Um, Tom Dearden comes in. The Broncos are happy to release Cody, it appears. Yeah. Um, well, it's going to freak money up too, as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, do you think that's a good move? I mean, Tommy's got a lot of raps. He's only eighteen. Um, yeah. It almost seems to me like the the Broncos are playing for 2020, 2021 and are happy to sacrifice this year. That's yeah, how it, that's yeah. how it comes across to me. Yeah. Well, it shouldn't be that way, should it? Really, no. to be honest. Um, yeah. I, I mean, it's hard when you're not in there and what what the feeling is and what he's been actually told uh, to what they've told the media as well. But. Um, yeah, he's got obviously good raps on him, the young fella. But um, Cody, Cody um, obviously being a Kiwi, you know, as well, and, and they lost Sean Johnson last year, and mm. a lot of the money probably comes into play there as well, salary caps and things like that. So, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Uh, but that's that's footy, mate. It's a business, you know, and uh, it's a shame that happens that way. But um, as I said, I, I, you know, I'm on the kind of on the player side there as well. I mean, if they can get more money going somewhere else uh, and they're not uh, doing it, you know, in a, in a uh, like, devious way, like, yeah. you know, in a backhanded way. I um, mean, uh, good luck to him. Well, I mean, Jordan Carhood, he didn't want to leave. Exactly right, 100% right. Um, but he was told pretty bluntly that exactly you're right. not going to be playing first. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They did that to push him out. Exactly. Um, so. so, yeah, oh, and I say it works both ways. I mean, you only have to look back at what uh, Jason Tather did to Robbie Farah as well. Yeah. So, um yeah, it's it's fascinating time at Red Hill, especially with this game coming up. But I mean, if they're two and five, mm-hmm. that's uh, not good. No, no, no. Um, and two and six, they would be. Or, or, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. After this weekend, yeah, two yeah, and six yeah, after yeah. This, If they but, lost, yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, yeah, well, it's probably it's a pretty, oh well, I say foreign. 
place mm. for them to be the Broncos at this stage of the year. And you know, some you know most of the time. So um, yeah, a lot of pressure on. Um, so I, yeah, you know, we keep hearing the you know the the young fellas. They are young. You know, what I mean, but that's that's what you that's what you you started with. You know, what I mean, and, but and Sebes though, he didn't say any, have any say really in the. Um, the roster, so I mean, but no. now now we start to obviously tinker with a few uh, things if if Cody does move on. So, um, but the good thing about this competition, if if you win, you know, oh, and I, I do believe a couple of teams will come out and win six, seven in a row. You know, yeah. what I mean, yeah, I do believe that. So, I mean, and they could be one of them. Who knows? Well, by my calculations, and I'm terrible at maths, the Broncos can only lose another five games all the way out of the yeah. year. Yeah. So they've got. Uh, I think it's basically they have to win twelve of their last seventeen. Yeah, well, you know. which is, I guess, it's doable. It's doable to yeah. make the eight, yeah. but you know, with Origin, etc., it's 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 going to be it's going to be touch and go. Yeah. Well, let's just get on to that game, Rabbitohs Broncos. Who yeah, are you Yeah, um, I'm leaning towards the Rabbitohs mm. personally. Yeah, um, a lot of upheaval at Brisbane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they could they could work both ways too. Mm. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Broncos won, to be honest. But yeah, you got to tip South, and and because their defence at the moment, that's Wayne, one of Wayne's strengths is making getting sure uh, getting right his defence, and I think they're playing pretty good that way. And they're, they're just kind of scraping in South at the moment, aren't they? You know what I mean? They're but they're winning, still winning, exactly right. Which yeah. Wayne teams tend to do a lot. Yeah. Not not when. When you were playing, and not when Webby was playing either. Uh, like back back in those days, the Bronx would put fifty points on the teams a lot. You don't yeah, see that yeah. much these days. No, no, no. You don't, you don't see it a great deal every now and then. You will, do, won't you? Um, uh, Cows, Titans, both two two disappointing teams last week. Yeah. Um, your Titans fourteen nil lead. They were playing really well. And yeah. then, then what happened? Yeah, I, I mean, haven't. Um yeah, worked it out myself. To be honest, it was we we've been getting off to to good leads uh, and things like that, and and obviously just you know fade away a little bit. And um, and I know it's not a fitness thing; it's a concentration thing. You know the amount of penalties um, they you know you hear this sometimes, and about that they apparently said uh, the worst disciplined team in the competition. So you know, and I know Garth works really hard on that. So I mean, uh, there was a couple of uh, there's one there that uh, Jai Arrow come on down on top of the bloke and and, and the ball spewed out and he give him a penalty. So anyway, but which which wasn't a penalty, but that's it's it, to interpretation. And you know as well as I do, Chris, if you want to go to interpretation of law, you could blow fifty penalties a game yeah. if you really want to. Yeah. If you're looking for penalties, you can. Um, well, that was no my issue that. with that Storm Warriors game, and that yeah. like the Warriors probably did deserve to be penalised, but. With that hold down on Jesse Bromwich, it was a hold down, yeah, but yeah, there was yeah. a thousand other hold exactly downs right. during yeah, the game that exactly weren't called. Right. No, exactly right. So, but I mean, yeah, but but when you when things are going against you, that's what happens. You'll you'll have that penalty against you, and all of a sudden it'll cost you. But yeah, but disappointing. Uh, the, and the cows obviously being disappointing as well. So that was uh, a bad loss. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, you know that Bulldogs team, like like you've said the whole time, it's pretty yep. clear Dean Pay can coach. He gets that team mm. up. You know, yeah. there's not a lot, a lot of. And they're on a there. young side. They're on yeah. a young side too. You know but I mean? but they didn't play well either. No, they, like no, they no, played pretty no. average. And you know, um, so the, you know, the cows are uh, obviously smarting. So that'll be a tough game for the Titans up there. Um, so I, I, yeah, I just don't know. I, I went the Titans, but um, they have Jaris, uh, Jared Wallace back. Um, you know, and a couple other bikes are, uh, might be a chance of coming back um, as well. So. Um, 
And a few blokes Keegan in both teams. Pos- you know, possibly. Anyway. And, and a few blokes are playing in both teams that are playing for Origin jerseys too. Yeah, next, yeah. In the next couple of weeks. Yeah, exactly. Um, Sharks storm. Um, the Sharks injury rubbish. Yeah, exactly. I can't, right. I can't yeah. see them. No, no, no. It's the Newtown Jets, basically. Yeah, no, no. You've got to gather storm there. Uh, Raiders and the Panthers, um, two interesting teams. I, I yeah. tipped the Panthers last week, and I, I was certain they were going to win. They didn't. <laughs> no, no, no. No, it's – yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, you just get – I think everyone just keeps waiting for them to turn the corner, don't mm. they? You know what I mean? And, and just go. It's a very long corner. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. It's like a um, roundabout. And the Raiders got beaten last week by a good manly side. Yeah. You know what I mean? A really good manly side. Um, so, I, I expect uh, the Raiders to bounce back. Have you had much to do with Desi apart from taking his head off? Because, like <laughs> like, honestly, he's, he, I, don't, I don't get it, but he's got yeah. something about him that he yeah, seems yeah. to be able to get teams up. Yeah, yeah. And he's a quirky and, and uh, I've had a beer with him in the sheds, uh, actually, when it was a double header. Manly played uh, the Broncos and the Titans played the Bulldogs after the game. So at, at Suncorp a few years ago. So, uh, yeah, and he's and uh, even the Bulldogs players, uh, the boys at the time, Clemmer and them, uh, give me a hard time about, about that because you watch everything on bloody YouTube nowadays, that's, yeah. can't you? Anyway, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, he's a, he's a different character. There's, there's no doubt about that, but, yeah, good fella. For those who don't know, just Google uh, Gilminster and uh, uh. Hasler. Uh, YouTube <laughs> and one of the best uh, clotheslines of all time uh. will pop up. Uh, so Seagulls, the Bulldogs, you're tipping the Seagulls, I'm assuming? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the next game there. And then we've got the Roosters and the Tigers. Yeah. Um, the Tigers, impressive second half. Yeah. But, I mean, they were coming off a flogging, so you'd yeah, hope Yeah, no, exactly up. right. I, I, I knew it would be tough for the Titans after getting pumped by Parramatta the week before the mm. Tigers, you know, so I knew that would be a tough game for them because they would have had a rocket up them. They only had five-day turnaround, which was probably the best thing that ever happened to them. So it would been a light training week, um, you know. So, yeah, yeah. I, the Roosters, mate, they just they look like they got – you know, plenty of depth, um, and they're not—they're not playing out of their skin either. The Roosters, no, um, you know. But yeah, I expected the Roosters to win that game. Yeah, uh, Jake Friend, massive blow. Though. Yeah, it is. Exactly right. Victor Radley's yeah, a good yeah, hooker actually. Yeah. Uh, Warriors and Knights. This is in Auckland. Um, a bit tough to pick the Knights. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I've kind of the Warriors obviously at home different, but they've got a few injuries too. The Warriors, I, I know, possibly have a few back, um, but. Um, you know, for Tahu Harris at, at five eight last week, um, it almost kind of worked, didn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it simplifies everything. Mm. You don't see these plays out the back, second man out the back all the time, and they run a bit more straighter and harder. So, uh, yeah, but the Knights uh, got to show me that they can back up from last week. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, you know, because Nathan Brown's job's on the line. Uh, I thought Danny Levi, he showed, he yeah, showed a lot yeah. of talent. Oh, I've yeah. always thought he was He's a good, good little player. player yeah. yeah. Um, and we end on a really good game, actually. The Eels and the Dragons. I thought the Dragons were a bit unlucky on Anzac Day. I, I thought the Roosters were there to be beaten in the second half. A few drop balls just cruel their chances. Yeah, I tossed and turned on this game. Uh, it'll be, yeah, it'll be interesting. And the Eels, you know, how hot and cold are they? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, the Dragons obviously um, have a, a bit more consistency about them, and that's the only reason you'd go for the Dragons. But you know, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Para won at, at, at their new ground as well. Mm. You know what I mean? So obviously they they want to make that a fortress. That's what they'll say. That's what they'll say at you know at their club and training that they want to make that a uh, really big game. But um, yeah, not real sure on that one. 
And who's winning at the tips at the moment? <laughs> it's a, a carve up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, think, I think you are, aren't you? Yeah, I think I'm you're in just front. ahead, but he, he did pretty front. well. When, I'm in um, front. When I tip for him, he doesn't. <laughs> <it right. laughs> uh, well, that'll do us. Thank you for listening again, guys. We're back next week with an axe to grind. An Axe to Grind is a production of Seven News Brisbane. Hosts are Trevor Gilmister and Chris Gary. Executive produced by Sally Eels and graphics by Paul O'Leary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 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 Mm